Hello, fellow oxygen breather. Welcome back. How are you doing today? Hopefully your answer was good, but if not, that's okay, because that's kind of what I wanted to focus on today. Kind of the topic of discussion. Uh, episode 18, Face Your Fears. Thanks for listening. This is me, Sam Fears. And I recorded this one just specifically for you, because I care about you, believe it or not. And I, I want you to be happy. So I'm going to kind of give a couple stress management, maybe um, little techniques, little tips to try and help your overall well-being. Um, you know, who to thunk that I'd be out here giving stress management tips? Definitely not me, that's for sure. I'm sure there's other people that would agree. But mental health, <clears throat> I believe, we're going to start with is pretty important. I think we could all agree. In my opinion, it's the most important aspect of health because uh, without your mental capacity, without being mentally able to uh, understand what, what's going on and everything, I don't think you, you can adequately uh, keep the other aspects um, up to where they need to be, I guess. The physical, mental, or physical, uh, spiritual, and emotional. Um, because without the mental aspect, there's really no capacity to, to complete the others. And then I think we could all also agree that life is stressful. Um, shit going on around us all the time. Everything's changing. Everything's screwing up. It can, it can be overwhelming. The stress can be overwhelming. <clears throat> and... It's not good. Well, what exactly is stress, you ask? That's a good question. Stress is the body's response to physical, mental, or emotional pressure. Okay? And so, when this, when the body feels this pressure, it releases a hormone. Or it releases a couple hormones, but the main one is cortisol. It's responsible for your fight-or-flight response, which is basically an elevated heart rate, blood pressure, blood sugar, and a few other things. It's when your adrenaline starts pumping really good. And so, this isn't necessarily bad. You have good stress and you have bad stress. I'm going to talk a little bit about good stress or use stress, which is essentially stress in small amounts. Um, it's acute stress. And this is actually beneficial in a couple of different ways. It can, when your adrenaline starts pumping, it, it can give you um, a little added energy to complete tasks throughout the day or finish finish or meet goals and stuff like that. This is when you're working out this you feel this uh, this type of stress. You get a little extra adrenaline boost, able to able to finish a rep you didn't think you could. That's from that um, the body's response to that stress. Resistance training is a is a type of stress on the body. And that's you know that's not harmful. It's that's good for you. It's, Help you get a little bit stronger. Help you push through, push through stuff. Um, help you complete stuff. Do stuff that you you otherwise wouldn't want to do. It starts to become bad stress whenever that that cortisol level stays elevated. So when you have um, chronic levels, chronic prolonged heart rate elevation, elevated blood sugar, blood pressure, stuff like that. That's when it starts to get bad because eventually um, you can. You can develop heart problems. 
um, develop anxiety, depression, and it, it can impair your daily activities because you just got so much going on in your head. You're worrying about so much. You're forgetting what you need to do here and there, stuff like that. And this is pretty common for quite a lot of people because stressful shit always happens. I mean, it's not it's not your fault. It's nobody's fault. It's just how it is. And I mean, it's okay. Title of the episode, right? It's okay to not be okay. We'll do that one more time. Say it with me, alright? It's okay to not be okay. And I'm going to jump in to try to jump into your minds a little bit. Kind of talk about a little bit of what I feel sometimes whenever I get overwhelmed with stress. And see if maybe you're able to relate. But I've noticed sometimes when the overwhelming sensation starts to build up and it starts to start to feel it in your chest and stuff you you want to you want to go out and ask for help you want to you feel like you should but it's almost like you feel that asking for that help um, is is gonna make you a burden it creates it creates a burden on somebody else having to having to sit there and listen to what all you're going through because that other person has got stuff that they're worried about that they're going through so they shouldn't have to worry about their problems as well as mine that's not a good way to think about it okay that just adds to the lead there the feeling of helplessness it adds to the stress feeling helpless is a terrible feeling okay and then also i've i've felt this way i've noticed that whenever i feel like there's something going on that i can't deal with um i feel like Reaching out to somebody else makes me almost look weak. And that's more male or more guy, I guess, than than female girl and stuff like that. But because male, you know, men, guys want to be like dominant, tough and strong and stuff. So when you reach out to somebody, it almost seems like you're or makes you can make you feel like you're weak, feel like there's a weakness. Um. And you feel like maybe you're, you know, myself, I'm 23. Like, I'm supposed to be a a grown-up at this point. I'm living on my own and stuff. I'm supposed to be able to deal with my own shit. And here I am not able to deal with my own shit. So people are going to think that I'm, you know, falling apart. I can't can't handle myself. But that's not the way to go about thinking about it. That's definitely not how... People are going to perceive it. Nobody's going to think you're weak. Nobody's going to call you a bitch. Okay. Because the alternative is even worse. You're just sitting there. Let it all build up. Bubble up inside you. Until it eventually explodes. And you do something. Drastically. Just extreme. That you wouldn't otherwise do. But you've got. This mental capacity. That you can't that you you can't work with there's so much going on that you're unable to function and feeling like you have nowhere to go with all that stuff is awful it's one of the worst feelings so i beg of you please if you begin to feel this way just talk to somebody just briefly it doesn't have to be long doesn't have to be you know somebody that you know super well doesn't even have to be somebody that you know 
well at all, actually. I mean, and if you want, my Instagram is Sam underscore fears, S-A-M underscore F-E-A-R-S. Shoot me a DM and I'll talk about anything. Anything you want to talk about, let's talk about it. Because I've been through shit and you've been through shit. Everyone has been through shit. Everyone will go through shit. The shit never stops. The way you handle it is what's got to change, okay? You are not alone. You are never alone, I promise. And what's good about this is when you're able to start coping with your own, you could help other people. You can be that outlet for somebody if they're feeling overwhelmed or stressed and you're able to notice it because you felt this way before, you can you can reach out to them and that can be kind of hard sometimes because sometimes if they're not to the point where they want to talk about it, they can get hostile and they can they can get upset about the fact that you're trying to not that you're trying to help them, but that you're noticing this you're noticing what they what they probably perceive as a weakness. You're able to notice it, and that that'll piss them off because that's pissed me off before. It's happened to me. But I mean, honestly, it's better than not saying anything at all because they'll get mad maybe for a minute. They'll go home and think about it, and they'll be like, "Damn, you know, they were just trying to help." So it it it's 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 better to do so than to not. Okay. Um, this, this overwhelming stress, it, it can affect your day-to-day life, can affect your relationships, can affect your work. It, it'll affect everything, okay? Um, and if you're, if you're in that, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're in that area right now where you're not really up to talking to anybody, you don't really want to talk to anybody about it or... Um, you have talked to people about it, but <clears throat> you're kind of looking for another another technique or another little way, maybe something to do on your own. I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you how to meditate a little bit. I'm gonna run you through a, a simple a little meditation technique. And meditation has been proven to reduce stress and improve overall well-being. It's not immediate because it's essentially like a muscle you have to train it for it to get better but i've been meditating for a little over two years um almost every day not quite every day but just about um sometimes i'll do it in the morning before i drink my coffee or at night while i'm laying in bed i'll do some sleep meditation kind of help me go to sleep but i try to get some in pretty damn frequently and so you're probably wondering what the what the fuck is meditation, or you, maybe you've heard about it, but you don't exactly understand it. Um, you know, it seems like meditation. You're just kind of sitting there, right? Well, honestly, that's what it is. You're just kind of doing a couple different things while you're sitting there with your mind. Um, for a book definition. Meditation itself is a set of techniques that helps to increase awareness and focus attention. And so you perform meditation techniques to increase your uh, 
level of mindfulness or your ability to experience mindfulness. And mindfulness is the ability to be present in the here and now. So not thinking about the past or worrying about the future, being in full, being fully engaged with the moment that you are in. Because if you sit back and think about it, the majority of the time we spend either thinking about something that we've said or something that someone said or something that has been done or worrying about something that will happen in the future or something that's going to happen or something that we need to do. We never really stop to appreciate the fact that we're here right now on this earth alive in this moment. And honestly, that's something to behold. Um, that's that's a pretty special thing. And once you start to kind of appreciate that, it it helps to just improve your overall mood. You're just happy that you're alive. Honestly, just happy to be here. Um, so when should you meditate is another question that could potentially be asked. And the answer is simply just whenever you want to. It, there's not a specific set schedule. Um, you might see somewhere where it's um, maybe a little more beneficial to do it in the morning just because you could experience that, um, the feeling from it throughout the day. But it, in the grand scheme of things, ultimately... It doesn't really matter when you do it, um, just so long as you do it. Um, so, with that being said, I want to kind of walk you through about, it's not very long, it's just going to be like three or four minute little session of meditation, just so you can kind of get a feel for it. And if you are interested and you want to get a little more practice, a little more knowledge, I highly recommend Headspace. You can download the app. Uh, I, I used it probably the first year or so. <clears throat> they have free stuff, free sessions that you can use. And then you can upgrade to a, a subscription and get uh, more, more sessions and, and stuff like that. But they have walkthroughs, tutorials. They have... Um, little tips and tricks to, to do while you're meditating. They have history. They have everything you could want to know about meditation and mindfulness. And it's it's a great app. And they have recently put a show on Netflix. And I've watched a few of the episodes of that. And it's really good. They're, uh, they're animated, animated uh, talk-throughs and stuff like that. And there's a, a, a meditation segment in each one of the episodes as well. So if you're wanting to know a little bit more, I highly recommend either one of those. <clears throat> um, and, and you can use the app whenever, just whenever you feel like you want to meditate. And um, they'll walk you through it. And it's it's really great. And I highly recommend it if, if you're looking to get a little more out of this. So to start this session here, I just want you to start by either sitting or lying comfortably and preferably in a space or area where you won't be disturbed for the next few minutes while we do this. So we're going to start with your eyes open, soft focus, not really 
not really focused on anything in particular. And just take a big deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And as you breathe in, you want to really try and feel the air expanding your lungs. And as you exhale, try and feel the body softening, sinking into the space around you. Take a couple deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. And on the next breath, in through the nose, and as you exhale out through your mouth, just gently close your eyes if you'd like. You don't have to, but if you'd like, you can gently just close your eyes. Now you can allow the breath to return back to the natural rhythm, just in and out through the nose. And as you pause methodically breathing, just try to feel the weight of the body on the seat beneath you. Just listening for any sounds there may be passing by. Try to begin to notice how the breath is entering and exiting the body as you inhale and exhale. Feel for the rising sensation on an inhale and the falling sensation through the exhale. If you're having trouble feeling this, just gently place your stomach, your hand on your stomach and feel for the rise and fall with each breath. And as you breathe and listen to what's going on around you, the mind will inevitably wonder. And that's okay. Just recognize that it has wandered and just gently bring it back to the rising and the falling sensation of the breath. Just focus on the in movement and the out movement of the body. So now we'll actually just let the mind wander, let go of the concentration on the breath, and just let the mind do as it pleases. Think if it wants to think. And then just gently bring it back to the breath. The rising and falling sensation, the contact of your body with the seat, the pressure of the weight pushing down on the seat beneath you, and 
just the sounds around you. Now in your own time, you can slowly open your eyes. So how, how do you feel? Take a moment and does, does the body feel any different? Maybe the mind? There's not, nothing immediate is expected here. And this is a skill. It must be practice be practiced and you may feel like your your thoughts are racing still but that's okay um, it'll take practice so before you before you continue on with your day I want you to just take a moment and just appreciate the feeling that you have right now that you just took a moment out of your day to unwind and thanks for listening along and if you if you meditated along with me I, I hope it did something for you because um, I believe it is an extremely effective tool uh, for for mental health and for for clearing the mind and reducing reducing the overwhelming sense of stress that can sometimes be brought about it really just helps you to to sit back and just relax for a moment And I hope you found some sort of peace or a sense of calm with that session. And maybe you'll maybe you'll give Headspace a try or just just meditation on your own. Maybe you'll maybe you'll give it a shot. Um, but you know, with that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you to continue on with your day. And I hope you have a wonderful day. And I will see you next episode. Thanks for listening.